I'm Kyler Allred. I'm Michael Chambers. And today we are going to be talking about our thoughts and impressions on everything revealed at D23. And this is the Star Wars Senate. Hey, Mikey. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself, man? I'm doing real good. I mean, all the things happening at D23 was... It's so cool. Yeah. I'm and so excited. I'm, I'm really excited to do this special episode and talk about it. And we got a very special guest with us today, our very good friend, John Dixon. That's me. By the way, cool song. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, that, uh, it really is a cool song. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. But uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, everything that happened at D23 and one of the biggest... Uh, things that happened was the Mandalorian trailer. Yes. I mean, everyone's been anticipating that for ever. Yeah. And they had this stuff at uh, Star Wars Celebration, but it wasn't released to the public. Exactly, yeah. So everyone's been wondering, when are we getting that trailer? Yeah. And we saw a little bit of snippets of uh, the Mandalorian in uh, uh, (laughs) Celebration. Oh, yeah. Um, And that was really cool. Yeah, like some stills, yeah. Seeing this is really, really, really cool. Yeah, and... um, Real quick, before we get into this, I want to try to figure out our guest thoughts. Like, not just on the topic today, but like, John, how has Star Wars impacted you? Like, why does it, why do you gravitate towards it? Why do you like it? Well, I love Star Wars because I love all things sci-fi and fantasy. And to me, Star Wars is like a perfect marriage between the two. Yeah. I get my spaceships and I get my monsters, Mm -hmm. but I also get like the force and the mystical, like that whole side of it and so I've loved Star Wars ever since I was a kid I grew Mm -hmm. up with the prequels Mm -hmm. and I'm I do like the prequels they get a lot of flack but I I think I still loved them as a kid and they still have a special place in my heart today yeah me too um and yeah I would say that's that's it yeah awesome that's really good I like the whole uh mixture of space of sci-fi and fantasy yeah Mm because that really is what it, you, you like you said, you get your spaceships, but you also have your space wizards. You know, exactly. you know that will be one. That's exactly, I think, what George wanted. To be yeah, honest. He, he wanted to get that that fantasy. It's it's not science fiction. It's science fantasy. Yeah, that's, that's space opera. I think is exactly. what he called yes. it. Yeah, it's true. But, Without the singing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be a completely it, different movie. <laughs> Star Wars the musical. How would that, how would that The fare? musical, the series. Right. As we saw D23, the high school musical thing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so let's get into it. So, uh, before the Mandalorian trailer, they uh, brought out Diego Luna and yes. uh, Alan Tudyk for the Cassian Andor yes. show. And, uh, I mean, Cassian is one of my favorite characters. Right. So I'm really excited to see where this show goes. Yeah, how different it'll be um, compared to Mandalorian, and uh, we've we'd already see Mandalorian at this point and everything. How much of a uh, a flip around, like a flip, would that be from uh, from Mandalorian? It's still gonna right. be kind of gritty, like showing right. all the bad things happening with uh, the rebel, like the rebellion. But yeah, I think they described it as more of a political thriller. Yes, and uh, that'd be really cool to see in the Star Wars setting. You know. Yeah. Um, it's very different from what we've seen in the movies. Right. So. 
Yeah, that first opening scene of the Mandalorian trailer where it's all the Stormtrooper oh, helmets oh. on spikes. Oh. My first thought, it was just thinking, this is a new flavor. Oh, yeah. 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 This I, is a very new uh, a tint to put on right. an official Star Wars very Disney thing. Yes. Yeah, and I think we're going to get a lot of that with these uh, Disney Plus shows. They're going to be able to go to different genres and things that the main movies maybe can't go to, you know, for because, like, yeah, the general public is going to be watching these Disney Plus shows, yeah. but... There'll be some who are like, oh, I don't really like Cassian, but I like Mandalorian, or right. others vice versa. You exactly. Know? And it'll be cool, uh, maybe even get new audience members, you know, people who like political thrillers, mm-hmm. like, uh, who are like, oh, wow, this Cassian show's cool. Oh, this is Star Wars? Huh. <laughs> so. <laughs> that would be really cool. Like, yeah. Get, get people that aren't really interested in Star Wars, but interested yeah. in, in this. That'd be awesome. I yeah, and that. like John was saying, from the get-go, this Mandalorian trailer is crazy. Very like it, different. Very different, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more of this spaghetti western feel. You know, you, I, I, Now that you're saying that, I definitely get that feel. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a couple of shots where you see him, like, grab his blaster and... Uh, it reminds me of Han a yeah. little bit whenever he goes for it and pulls, it, pulls the yeah. blaster out like Han does sometimes. Realize. Yeah, um, and... Um, in this trailer, we don't hear the Mandalorian talk like no, at all. At all. Yeah. Like he's shrouded in this mystery. Like some people thought he was Boba Fett. Some people think he's someone else. You know, we have no idea really who he is. Yeah. But that he's like this new Mandalorian character. You know. And he's played uh, by uh, Pedro Pascal. Yes, the, he's from Game of Thrones. Yeah, so. Kingsman. And, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Narcos. Yes. Yeah. I need to see Narcos. I've heard it's, I've heard a it's good really show. Good. Um. But it's it's this I, I don't know if it'll be like rated higher like a like a more adult show. I'm yeah. assuming it is going to be, but not like so overboard. Yeah, they probably Disney don't want to uh, uh, take away from you know because Star Wars has always been this family thing. Yes, you know? and I think the main reason, uh, at least in my mind, why they wouldn't make it too far in that direction is because they're putting the Disney stamp on yes. it. Right. Like, it's on Disney Plus, yeah. and so they kind of want to keep the Disney name as clean as possible. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like uh, they also, uh, another show that they announced was, uh, they announced Moon Knight as a show, <laughs> and they said that it's not going to be as dark as Daredevil, right. which makes sense for, like John was saying, the uh, Disney Plus moniker, mm-hmm. you know? They, there might be some more adult themes and stuff, but it's still Disney. It's still this family-oriented yeah. thing. And uh, I think we're going to get some funny stuff in Mandalorian from, like, Taika Waititi's character, oh, yeah. IG-11. You know, because as we see him as Korg in Thor Ragnarok, he's a riot. Yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to see him as this IG droid, assassin droid, you know. He's mm. probably going to be this, like, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, com- uh, com- uh, Comic relief. Comedic relief, yeah. yes. Um, character where like everything's all dark and gritty yeah. and everything, and he comes in and now oh, everything's happy because he's here. And I, I I have a theory about him where he's he's uh, maybe this uh, droid who thinks he's this kick butt you know assassin and he's not that great. <laughs> like like he might have some moments, but he, he he might be like, oh, I'm the best, I'm the best, and everyone's like, okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, I was thinking about this. Like, I saw the at one point he's like spinning around oh, and yeah. shooting all these that guys, was cool. and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I think I so love it. He might be better cool. than I think, but like I, I could just see him, you know, being that, you know, where he thinks he's I'm a cool assassin droid, and then he like stumbles over a rock and goes, you know, and makes some funny remark, and you you think he's like when you first see him, you think he's this intimidating force, and then he like stumbles over a rock and he's just like. 
like kicks it away or something, you know, just some <laughs> funny, you know, where That's you're like, oh, humor yeah, there. I kind of like K2. You yeah, know. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, uh, that door shot. Oh, I was gonna bring that up. I was gonna say, can we just can we just talk about that oh, it, that cutting someone in half, but not yet? Yeah, <laughs> just like cut away right before the gruesomeness. I, I, I'm I don't like it cuts away like in the trailer. Yeah, but like the reason why I kind of thought it'd be more adult is because it kind of seemed like it wasn't going to cut away. Yeah, like for the trailer it is, but like for the actual for the episode, actual show, it might you know show it. But like, but, like I don't think Disney would do that. At least yeah. I'd, maybe they will. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll we'll, surprise we'll find us. Find out. Well, and I mean. I mean, we see some other gruesome things in Star... Like, I mean, in Last Jedi, we saw uh, Kylo stab a guy in the head with the lightsaber yeah. and, and then throw a guy into, like, the spinning blades and you just see the shatters of his armor. Also, let's not forget my main man, Qui-Gon. Oh. oh. Yeah, like, right through the chest. Right through the chest, chopped uh, in half. You see him tumble separate from his legs. Oh, no, that was Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Darth yeah. Maul. Yeah, see, Qui-Gon... Qui-Gon, yeah. that whole fight. That whole fight, yeah. Yeah, there's been some gruesome things. I mean, like we mentioned before, the uh, Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen, you see their charred corpses. That's true, they do. But, In the very first movie. Yeah. Yes. But the thing is, those are all burns and, and condensation yeah. And this is... Chopping in chopping half. Chopping in half with a uh, sharp object yeah. and possible blood. I, I could and, see it being maybe maybe he gets caught in it. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe and, it like has like, a fail-safe system. Yeah. Where it, like, or, ca- or you hear it. You hear it sliced, you hear the, like, shing, and then, and then the, you hear, ah! Yeah. Or sploosh. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, wow. Yeah, because I could hear them, uh, uh, not hear that, I could see them doing something like that, yeah. where they, they still, like, you still know that it happened, but you don't necessarily see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would, it would be really interesting if they did, though. Yeah. It'd be really different, and, like, I don't know how I would feel about it because it's this completely yeah. different thing. We've never seen anything like it. In I think that's what Mandalorian's going to be. I mean, John Favreau <laughs> said that he wants this to be for everyone, for a- anybody who likes, you know, if you like the sequels, if you like the prequels, if you like the original show, there's going to be something for everybody, you know? That's and awesome. that's kind of like one thing I noticed in this is there's a lot of, uh, species that we've seen before like Twi'lek, Ugnaught. Yeah. Uh, the guy that he traps in the door is a Quarren, you know, yeah. the squid-like guys reminds me of a mind flare yeah a little bit um but yeah and uh the ugnaught is supposed to be uh nick nolte oh really at least that's what everyone's saying because nick nolte is uh cast so a lot of people are thinking that's him oh yeah we just heard uh, a police call right? <laughs> so like, if, if, if you heard that that that's that's what that was Sorry about that. <laughs> um but um, I, I kind of didn't want to bring this until later yeah. uh, into the episode, but I just really want to talk about it. Go ahead. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan, as Obi-Wan confirming his own return. I mean, this is a big thing because oh like gosh. for what, like four years, if not more, you know, like when Disney first bought uh, Star Wars, everyone was like, oh, let's bring Ewan back. Let's, yeah. let's, let's bring him back. Let's have a, a show or, or a movie of him. Yeah. And there's been so many rumors and you see so many interviews of Ewan McGregor you know, being asked, oh, are you going to come back to Star Wars? And he goes, I don't know, if they ask me. And then he comes out on the stage and he's like, go ahead, ask me one more time. <laughs> and uh, she's like, are you going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yes. Oh. And uh, imagine that relief for him, you know. Oh he doesn't have to dodge these questions anymore, you know. And all these all these fan 
creations of Kenobi, the Star Wars story, oh, and yeah. all that stuff. Hello there, a Star Wars story. <laughs> exactly. Another happy landing, a Star Wars story. Exactly. <laughs> I love, I loved all of it, and yeah. I can't wait to see a show about Star uh, Obi Wan. Yeah, because it, it'll be very interesting. Uh, John brought up Qui Gon earlier, and uh, we talked a little about uh, a little bit about it in our last episode uh, that was uh, revolved around Qui Gon. Like, I hope he shows up in the yeah, show. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you hear his voice or something, give a little wisdom to uh, Obi-Wan. Liam Neeson cameo. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. And He's I'm, always been my favorite Jedi, Qui-Gon uh, Jinn, from the beginning. I highly recommend listening to our last, our last episode. episode. We should have had you on there, man. <laughs> it's, been, it's a really good episode. In my opinion, probably our best so far. Yeah. Um, but... That's one thing I've always wanted uh, with this Obi Wan show is to delve more into that character, you know, because in the prequels we see more about him, uh, and of course the originals we see the Alec Guinness version, which you know he doesn't show up too much. He's pretty much just the mentor, and in the prequels we see a little bit more into his character. But this is directly focused on him, and it'll be cool to see what he feels like in that time between A New Hope and uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, well, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah. But, uh, see, I, I wonder if, like, his faith ever, like, d- diminished or, you know... I mean, we kind of see that with the comic, the Star Wars comic that yeah. we covered a little bit in the, the full Obi-Wan yeah. episode where he's like, I'm not a Jedi anymore. I left yeah. that behind. And then by the end of the comic, he's like, I am a Jedi. I'm going to right. protect who I want to protect. Yeah. Like, even though he has to hide it, he still has that in his being. Whenever he grabs the lightsaber again, yeah. I was like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, and I'm wondering also if this is going to delve into, like, him uh, trying to save Vader again. Because in Return of the Jedi, Luke has this line. That's, uh, or no, uh, Vader has this line to Luke that says, Obi-Wan once thought as you did. And in Revenge of the Sith, it doesn't really seem like Obi-Wan wanted to save him really at the very end you know when he chopped his legs off and stuff so i'm wondering if obi-wan has this kind of maybe he doesn't maybe he thinks that he killed anakin right right then he finds out about this darth vader which he knew that was uh anakin's name and it's like wait he's still alive maybe i can maybe i can go get him maybe i can and then maybe they have one final confrontation and and that's when obi-wan's like nah he can't be saved Right. Yeah, and yeah. like you see in Return of the Jedi, he tells Luke, he says he's more machine now than man, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I'd like to see inside of Obi-Wan's brain there, you know, of how he makes that switch. That'd be really cool. That's that's a fun thing to think about. I think I think that's that would be a good, like, season ender, is a fight between him and, uh, yeah. him and Darth Vader. How cool would that be to see? Like, again, like yeah. you've never actually seen Obi-Wan... And, and Darth Vader, Vader. Un- until uh, New Hope, when yeah. he's older. Because I guess gonna... you can consider Darth Vader in the Battle and, of the Heroes. Yeah, but... and Revenge of the Sith, but like in his suit. like You don't see Ewan yeah. McGregor fighting Darth Vader as Obi-Wan. Yeah. Any Vader. theories, John? I would love to see more Darth Vader fights. Yeah. Like, every time Darth Vader shows up in anything new and fights, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Because I go back and I watch the original... Yeah. Star Wars movies and Darth Vader is this big bad dude, but he isn't quite as acrobatic as right. as uh I mean, he wouldn't be acrobatic anyways, but like to see Darth Vader 
swinging his lightsaber and just to feel the force because he swings hard. Oh, yeah. Or Darth Vader, one of his fighting styles, which is probably my favorite thing about him, is how he'll just stand there and crush things around him and throw them at you. Oh, like an empire? Exactly. And I would love to see more of that. Anything that creates more of that, I'm down for. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, like that Rogue One scene was a glimpse into that, you know, and, oh, man, it'd be so cool to see more of Vader and... Like I said, I just want to delve. I want this to be almost uh, kind of delve into Obi Wan's spirit, uh, spirit, uh, spirituality. Yeah, spirituality. Yeah. You know, because he's this monk essentially, and I, and I'd like to see him waver. I'd like to see him lose faith and then find it again. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, uh, like there are some people also who are thinking of Maul would be on the show, but we kind of got that with, with Rebels. Rebels so. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we did get that, not kind of, we got it. And so I, I'm not sure if you really have a place in this show. The only thing I can think of, and I was talking about this earlier with, uh, with a few people, um, that, uh, it can be flashbacks and that's kind of what Clone Wars is. Right. But, uh, I was thinking like flashbacks to like things that they maybe didn't show in Clone Wars or things that happened in Clone Wars that he's like gets glimpses of, but in, but in, uh... Uh, live action. How cool would that I've, be? I've heard some people theorize that you might see some flashbacks of Ewan in like the, the Clone Wars outfit with the armor and stuff. That'd and be dope. That would be really cool. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. So I mean, that, that might even uh, be uh, a chance for Hayden to appear again. Oh, man. Like if you have some flashbacks of Clone Wars stuff of them talking and, uh, you know, show a little bit more of their friendship because in the Clone Wars we get a lot of their friendship, but yeah. like it'd be cool to see Ewan and Hayden again and having a little bit, like, maybe he's just reminiscing, you know, he's watching Luke from afar, and he, uh, you know, he's just sitting there folding his arms, and he, you just start hearing uh, Anakin, uh, like, in his head, and then it cuts to a scene from Clone Wars of them laughing together, and you kind of get this feeling from Obi-Wan about how he regrets a lot of things. He mm-hmm. wishes he could have saved uh, Anakin, and then that, maybe that's when he goes and, like, I need to try to save him again, you know? Uh, he, maybe he's not lost, yeah, I, I've had this lingering feeling that Hayden's gonna come back pretty soon too. Yeah, uh, whether that be in episode nine, episode nine, yeah. or uh, or Obi Wan. Yeah. Now, um, and it really excites me. Yeah. Because I feel like Hayden's a little bit uh, slept on, if you will. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I think his performance that a lot of people remember is the episode two performance, mm-hmm. and. Th- I hate Sam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that performance isn't great, you know. Like, and both him and Natalie Portman, they're not great in that. You know, there's good things from that movie, but like, that's the one of the most criticized moments of uh, yes. that film, and a lot of people don't like Hayden because of that. But I think he did incredible in Revenge of the Sith, in my opinion. The the feeling that you get whenever he's just staring at the camera with, with his the yellow, yellow eyes, eyes yeah is just like it's chilling oof yeah and i uh, will we will definitely get more uh, into that well and i mean one of my favorite shots is when uh they have that music swelling and you see hayden up on the the platform in mustafar and you see that single tear S- single tear like yeah. it, it's like he's doing this because he thinks he has to yeah you know? and then like, the music blares yeah. so good and uh, yeah, and that's what I'm excited about in this new Disney Plus and just era in Star Wars uh, in general is uh, we're getting these shows that can delve more into stuff like that. Like with Cassian, 
we're going to have a show. Like, he was in one movie and died. And we're like, oh, man, he was a cool character. I wish we spent more time with him. Well, we're go- going to at the yeah. Disney Plus show. And with Obi-Wan, we're going to spend more time with him. And then uh, these new characters in, like, The Mandalorian. Like, I'm so excited to find out this Mandalorian's deal. Like, what yeah. is his whole shtick is, you know, like, why why, why he is doing this, you know, uh, yeah. where, where he comes from, you know. And I, I would assume Mandalore. Right. But, but who knows? Like, like, I'm talking more about, like, where he comes from, like, family life, right. you know, like, where it grew right. up, you know, like, like it, it, it's going to be really cool to see all of that and and delving into this more smuggler, scum and villainy world I, Yeah, because we haven't really... Uh, besides, like, Solo-ish, yeah. we haven't really delved into that that too much. Right, and we're having a main character in this that seems like he is more of an anti-hero than maybe a hero, you know? And uh, I think that's going to be really cool. And, um, yeah, just this new era of Star Wars, I think, is going to be really interesting really? because Episode Nine is the end of, Skywalker. of the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. So, And then afterwards, we're going to get the Ryan Johnson trilogy and yeah. the... Uh, um, Game of Thrones showrunners uh, series of movies and so and the, the, they both said that they're going to be separate from yeah. the stuff that we know so it's going to it's going to be really interesting to see all this new stuff it's going to be a lot of new it's exciting moving forward I always think it's kind of interesting when you have a character that you already know how they die yeah right which was uh, it's going to be Cassian also mm-hmm. super cool that he gets his own show because I just recently did the uh, Void experience yeah and Cassian is the one who welcomes you on. He oh, like yeah. you, you go in and Cassian is the one who gives you your mission briefing and then you go in and and, and pretend to be stormtroopers on Mustafar. <laughs> um, but I think like they did with uh, also Obi-Wan, yeah. in the very first Star Wars movie, you meet him yeah. and then he dies. Right. And then everything else with Obi-Wan is sort of like prequel to that moment. Right. And so I think that style of telling a character like you see them die a heroic death so you're connected to them and then you show their life and yeah. they mean like so much more to you the second time you go through and watch them die that heroic death right that's how i feel about uh when we were talking about a new hope uh, uh i was talking a lot about both me and mikey were talking a lot about how alec guinness uh, his performance is enriched by us watching the prequels because yeah. we know all of this stuff you know like uh, you know, just seeing Alec Guinness, and he was a good friend, and you know, like, and that look that he has. Yeah, it's, it's almost like Alec Guinness knew, you know, and like you said, now that we know all this um, stuff, we're more connected to him, you know. It hurts more that Obi-Wan dies the second time we see mm-hmm. it because of this, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure that this Kenobi show is also going to add to that as well. We're going to be more into his mindset, like, probably, especially if they have a final encounter in this Obi-Wan show, when they meet each other again on the Death Star, it's probably going to hit a little bit more hard, you know, like, it's it's going to be cool. And like you said with Cassian, you know, we know how he dies and what his deal was. You know, he was this spy who uh, did a lot of bad stuff for a quote-unquote good cause, yeah. you know. And so to see more into his mind about how, uh, you know, that affected him is really cool. Yeah. You actually get to see the bad stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I kind of I, I want to know what bad stuff he regrets. Yeah. Know? Like the things like it got to him. Right. And I want to see that that that's a really interesting thing. And if 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 K two regrets things, if right. you know, he can. Yeah. Um, he doesn't I'm seem sh- like he does. Yeah. He's like I I do it because I can. Maybe we'll see Cassian uh, 
program K2, like reprogram ah. him. Is he, like, the first episode is him, like, catching Ray, uh, K2. K2 and actually that gives, that gives me serious Anakin vibes. Uh, a little <laughs> bit, like, yeah. the 3PO. The first time you meet this character that you know how dies, he's producing his own robots. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. But What do you mean, naked? I think the way that that is, though, that like, how George wanted the storytelling device to be the, the droids... It would follow that a lot, like uh, the same thing with uh, IG Eleven. Oh might, yeah, it might be like the droids are um, the people. Like it's the well, it's, I like I like that the droids are like the storytelling device. Uh, that and they're like these, they're almost like they're not pets, but they're almost how we feel about our dogs. They're our companions, our yeah. faithful companions that stay with us, that you know help us along. You know, in these dark times, sometimes our dogs can remind us who we are. You know, like our dogs right. and cats and pets. And these droids do that with these characters, yeah. like uh, K2, you know, reminds Cassian who he is. You know, you see K2 sacrifice himself and how that affects Cassian. You yeah. see L3 sacrifice herself and see how that affects Lando. Yeah. And uh, these droids are really interesting, and I'm glad that they're continuing this legacy with, like, IG-11. These, I mentioned this once before, that they could have made all these droids be fairly the same. But they all have their distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. I mean, even R2 and BB-8 could have been very very similar. Yeah. But BB-8 is this adorable little cinnamon roll, you yeah. know, and uh, R2 is kind of this grumpier... Uh, war vet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well... Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Chopper's more of the war yeah, vet. Yeah, true. Like, you, you go Chopper, R2, and BB-8. R2's, like, in the middle of those, yeah. too. Like, he's got his cute moments, but he can be a little... Uh, you know, as we know, he has a little bit of a, a mouth on him. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say when I think of R two, I think he's got he does like he's got the wisecracks that yeah. most people don't understand, and he's got like he just says it how it is. Yeah, three PO is always in a fuss. Yeah, <laughs> he's like you, you can't just say that. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, like Luca in Last Jedi when he met R two, and R two's blurping out all these wh- beeps and whistles, and he goes, "Hey, Sacred Island, watch the language." <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but I don't know about you. Uh, when K two S when K two S O died, yeah. uh, I felt the same way as like Marley and me. To be honest, oh, like it I was... felt heartbroken. I know when you see his head fall to the ground and then his uh, lights go oh. out in his eyes. I was like, because yeah. K two. Well, was... and when you hear Cassian, the door closes and he he goes K. Yeah. And he can't get to K two because I feel like if the door was open, he might have he might have just ran out of there. Yeah. Um. Honestly, K is K two is probably my. Second favorite character in Rogue One. in Rogue One, mm. followed uh, uh, only second to Chirrut. <laughs> Chirrut, freaking is good, love yeah. Chirrut. But yeah, that's what's going to be really cool about all this new stuff is we're going to learn a lot. And I really like what John said about how that it we care about these characters, but then once we watch this uh, stuff that enriches their life, we care about them even more. Yeah, it's it's, it's so cool. It's really awesome to see. Um, and now we can talk about some of the episode nine stuff. Oof, all right. So that that poster. Oh yeah, start with the poster. Yeah, I think that that's po- the best. Part. That poster, we see uh, the the visage of the emperor in yes. the background, and it's this blue background, and we see Kylo Ren and Rey fighting on top of this piece of r- rubble, uh, the piece of wreckage. You know, the wreckage. I, I first thought somebody somebody mentioned that it might have been. Uh, uh, the Millennium Falcon, which it that would be interesting. Be I'd be if they, if they if they destroy the Millennium Falcon. Oh, I think all of us are gonna cry. Oh yeah, and um, 
But I, I was thinking, I, I looked at it a little closer. I was thinking it was like a Star Destroyer right. a little bit, but I'm not sure. Like, it, it's not totally clear uh, yeah. to me what it might be. Um, yeah, and it's it, it's it's fascinating to see this compared to the Last Jedi teaser poster. You remember it had the Luke and the Kylo Ren uh, half-face? Yes. And then Rey was lifting her lightsaber, and now we have the Emperor in the background, yeah. and then Kylo and Rey, and... It's it's really cool. Yeah, like um, and how their lightsabers kind of crackle and kind of like a lightning, you know. Yeah. Oh, yep. John just pulled it up. Yeah, oh man, I wanted to see it. if it was the Millennium Falcon, and now I'm worried. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, man. Oh man, and it would that, be... the Millennium Falcon's a character, dude. Like, uh, it, it, it's literally like, like like we'll all cry just as much as anyone else, you know. I mean, L three is actually in there <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> that's true that means the millennium falcon has a personality exactly a very yeah. sassy personality <laughs> i mean i think 3po even says in empires where did where did uh your your uh, computer learn how to speak like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got a very distinct dialect yeah, yeah it's a very like, distinct dialect yeah like that. Um, and, and then you know we got this poster and then they showed a bit of footage for uh exclusively for the d23 audience but I've uh, seen a lot of things where they said that uh, on Monday they're going to release it to the general yes. public, which is kind of weird. Like, I'm not sure why they would do that, maybe for, to, to keep the hype alive or whatever, but we got a description of what the footage is. So there's a lot of, you know, normal things you would expect to see, you know, the twin sons, uh, Luke, you know, there's a lot of flashbacks. Then you see, like, the rebel fleet coming out of hyperspace. You yeah. see uh, what I think is, uh, is that battle on the poster. You see Kylo Ren and Rey fighting... On, like, and an then ocean yeah, and uh, you see a couple shots of like Finn and Poe, and there was one piece of uh, footage that was before this uh, this full footage is uh, they showed a, like a f- ten second piece of footage, uh, and uh, that got leaked, and I saw a little bit of it. There was one really cool scene where Ray says, "I have to do this alone," and Finn says, "No, we do this together," and I really like that. Yeah, because uh, our heroes were split up last movie. Kind of like in Empire. Yeah. And now they're going to be together again. Like in Return of the Jedi, yeah. kind of. But um, um, one of the biggest bombshells uh, that they say happened in the footage was there was a uh, a, pic- a vision, a, a, a appearance of Rey in a black cloak with a double-bladed red lightsaber. And they said it looked creepy. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is that a vision? Is that... Is that like Emperor Palpatine messing with Rey, or, or is it messing with Kylo? Yeah. Like... I've had a theory in the back of my head since the, these sequels started, yeah. and I, I saw Rey, and I saw Kylo, and Kylo is someone who wants so badly to be dark, yeah. but he's pulled by the light, and Rey is someone who wants so badly to be light, but is pulled by the yeah. dark, oh, yeah. and so I had this little... Uh, like theory in my head that over the course of the trilogy they would switch places. That'd be interesting. And Ray becomes like Darth Ray, yeah. and <laughs> Kylo becomes Ben again. Yeah. Um, seeing how the Last Jedi went, I doesn't feel as likely. Right. But it's still in the back of my head, and I'm excited <laughs> to see what happens. Well, and I could totally, uh, yeah, I could totally see it being something along the lines of that, like, maybe we think that Rey is going to be bad, you know, and then it's kind of a fake-out. I was thinking, like, in the trailer for um, uh, Rogue One, oh, yeah. whenever the lights come up, and then, I'm like, what will you become? Oh, and, and you see Jin. Jin with the the, the, the Imperial, Imperial yeah. officer armor. 
uh, which yeah. wasn't in the movie, but it's like kind of implying that she's like a double agent kind of thing. But yeah, like you're happen. not sure. Yeah, and I could totally see it being a thing. Like maybe Kylo, like maybe like we're watching the movie, we see them switch places like that, and we're like, oh wow, Ray's a bad guy now. And then it's, it was kind of this machinations of the Emperor. Like you see them kind of like Ray's like, this isn't real, and, and it kind of like flashes and you see like kylo still in black and ray still in her white you know it's kind of huh. like emperor palpatine messing with their heads type of thing huh. like, i just want to see just, how he's yeah. still alive yeah i i think we all do you know mm-hmm. if somehow i don't because there's I, some people who think his spirit is in darth vader's helmet that's so weird well because uh and there, that was another thing in that 10 second footage that i saw you know that darth was, vader's helmet was in darth there, uh, uh you see kylo opening it like this a space cupboard <laughs> and <laughs> it opens up and you see the Darth Vader helmet huh. and uh, I mean he threw the Emperor down the shaft and you, you got the blast of electricity and you see the electricity in his That's helmet true. So, and there's been a couple stories in canon recently where uh, Sith uh, can, they can't become one with the force they can't be force ghosts per se but they can kind of haunt a specific place or object or things like that. Like and Darth Bane in the Clone Wars. But yeah. This was a holocron, right? No, he was kind of a dark vision. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But I, I, you said the helmet, and yeah. I just thought of another thing. And this also, I thought of the uh, the Death Star. Mm. You see the wreckage of the second right. Death Star. He in the haunting, first trailer, yeah. he could be haunting the second Death Star. Or, actually, yes. That's, that's actually yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. And also... The wreckage that they're fighting on could also be just a wreckage right. of the second Death Star. Ooh, how fitting! I I also heard this one theory that goes along with the uh, the Emperor being in the helmet is uh, Kylo's been thinking that he's been talking with Vader this yes. entire time through this thing. Like he's like, oh, I'm getting all this from Vader. What if it's Palpatine just being like making him think it's Vader? He's yeah. like, oh, I'm your grandfather. Blah, 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 and it's really Palpatine doing yeah, all this. Yeah, because we see Anakin become one with the Force at the end of Return of the Jedi, right. so it can't be Darth Vader. Yeah, and that's really interesting, too, because there's a bit of concept art for The Force Awakens where it shows, like, Anakin slash Vader Force Ghost, where, like, you see Anakin and then, like, like splitting through his Vader a little bit because they were almost two different people, right. you know, even though they're one person, but, like, Vader was a different person than Anakin, you know, like in Return of the Jedi was almost Anakin, like, nope, I'm back. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm killing you, Vader, you know, and yeah. Vader killed Anakin and Anakin came back. You yes. Know, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It, it, it's a lot of wild speculation. I'm you know, really but, excited to see what happens. Right. Um, and this is, this has got me like, it's, 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 it's I mean, interesting. Like, I'm always hooked by Star Wars, but this is really really hooked me not yeah. just not just uh, the the rise of skywalker and everything but the shows the, yeah. the return of ewan uh even i mean clone wars oh yeah the, the february 2020 yes february 2020 the return of clone wars decided to see ahsoka again yeah. oh my gosh maybe they'll have a flash forward to oh. like after rebels oh how crazy would that Ooh. be see the one show if they do another animated show i want them to do a sabine ahsoka oh, searching gosh. for ezra <laughs> that'd be so like just me just a mini yeah. just a mini series just, just of one just, season like a mini series yeah that would be amazing and i want to see ahsoka as much as possible because she's one of my favorite characters uh, yes. in all of star wars so i recently went to disneyland and saw the new edge of the galaxy oh galaxy's edge yeah, yeah. uh galaxy's edge and there's a place in there, it's an antique shop, antique shop. Yeah. And uh, 
you you walk in and the first thing you see is this massive wall with like a stone carved relief uh, depiction of uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka fighting wow. a wave of um, enemies and there's like fire and stuff all wow. around and so I think the fact that she's integrated there and I, I believe it's almost exactly the same at Disney World right that same thing um, that I would love to see more of her in new stuff coming out yeah I'd love to see some of her in like live action stuff it was really interesting for D23 Dave Filoni was there you know the creator of Clone Wars Rebels and he's directing and producing Mandalorian yeah, uh, he was asked about uh, what are the chances of you know ever one of your animated characters say like Ahsoka is coming to you know one of the live action shows like Mandalorian. He has this really cheeky response, <laughs> like he he, he kind of he like laughs and is like yeah you know that yeah that'd be cool and kind of like smiles and I'm like what are you planning, Dave? <laughs> what are you planning? <laughs> I would love to see Ahsoka yeah. in in live action. What if a flashback in oh in Kenobi, in Kenobi has Hayden, and Ewan, a and uh, an actress playing Ahsoka? Ahsoka. It could be a- Ashley Eckstein. It could be, but she's a little older because Ahsoka's like a tween in yes. Clone Wars. But but that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be really, really cool. I really want that now. Like uh, the possibilities are endless, you know, yes. with all this stuff, you know, and like like I said, it's this wild spec speculation, you know, and it. But that's the fun. Of it, oh, it's it's a big. Uh, part of it, a big part of being a Star Wars fan is the yes. speculation. We just can't get too hung up on it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, uh, one of the podcasts I listen to, Force Center, shout out to them, they like to say, uh, speculate responsibly. Yes. And because, uh, like, it's fun to speculate, but uh, don't get your hopes up. Because exactly. <laughs> like, if, it, if it's way too high, obviously yeah. you might get disappointed, but right. like, it's still something we love. It's still something that's yeah. amazing, and I love it so much. And yeah, me too. And it's really interesting about that Ray thing is like, they're showing us this. You know, months in advance before the movie, and they yeah. don't like to do spoilers, so it's really interesting uh, that they're showing us this, this big reveal. You know, I thought the same thing with Palpatine. Whenever yeah. you see, you hear his laugh in the first yeah. uh, trailer. It it, it it just kind of shows to me that there's probably going to be a lot more than we think in yes. this movie. Yeah, I'm assuming that as well. Um, well, yeah, we went yeah. a little longer than we thought, yeah. but uh, we had a lot of fun talking about yeah, this. Uh, thanks for being on, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, anything you want to shout out before yeah, anything we, you we plug? get going? Uh, <laughs> uh, this episode was brought to you by <laughs> Bubble Laser Art. If you want Star Wars or D&D characters illustrated, go to bubblelaserart.com. Yeah, you guys uh, have your own website. Now. Yeah, we that's, just got, we just put it up. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's, that's my that's my wife. Yeah, <laughs> she <Yeah>. draws <laughs> yeah. really well. Really well. Yeah, she's fantastic. It's, it's amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, a character sheet uh, currently, and it is my favorite character sheet from D and have ever had in my entire life. And she drew me a uh, Jon Snow and Ghost, which is one of my other loves, Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we'll we'll uh, end it here. Yeah, we'll uh, talk to you later. Go ahead, Mikey. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SWSenatePod. That is S W S E N A T E P O D. To make sure you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to follow uh, Kyler, uh, me, or John directly um, on Twitter, uh, mine is at Mr. Master Schmike, and uh, Kyler's is at Kyler Mark Allred, and I believe, John, you're at Pokey Ferk. P O K E F E R K. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, we'd also like to thanks, 
thank Curtis Batson for composing our theme song. You can find him at fiverr.com uh, slash Curtis Batson and on Twitter at uh, BlackDolphinENT. And make sure to uh, subscribe, follow, rate, review on whatever you're listening on, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or any other podcast related and that really helps us out yeah and we we would appreciate that and um, uh we want to thank ryan brown too. yes and our new our new cover our new uh uh logo if you will yeah um and i love that so much yeah he he did an amazing job and you can follow him at uh ryan brown comic art on instagram yes and uh you can probably get commissions there i'm not sure if he's doing that right but you yeah. can probably talk to him if you mm-hmm. if you uh if you wanted one there But yeah, we'll thank you guys, and we'll see you guys in the next one.